Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Marcianne, and tonight we are doing Speaking in Tongues, the Light Language, Part 2. Well, today I want to discuss where are we today, because we have had a change in administration on Earth. You know, it's like getting a new president and new senators and congressmen in the government. There's been a change in the administration of the spirituality of our earth because we have reached a critical mass in our evolution and more people are seeking peace and harmony now than the people who are operating in hate, division, and harmfulness, seeking to keep us divided and in conflict with one another. More than 50% of the earth now wants to live in peace. We want to get along. We want to understand each other. We want to help one another. So this has brought a change in the administration. There's a new group of cosmic workers who are now assigned to us, new principalities and powers who are overseeing our progress. This is such good news. I just want to shout it from the housetops. Because in my years as a light worker in intercession for our planet, you know, standing in the gap with our finger in the dike, so to speak, we've had to battle the evil in high places to try to get anything done. But now those ones who have been operating their agenda of manipulation and control are being replaced one by one but steadfastly and absolutely. Their time is over, and this includes the church. Now, I'm not saying that the church has been an evil here on earth, but the church did decide in 320 A.D. to change Jesus' message into something that was more manageable. And for the last 2,000 years, we've been fed this doctrine of men who decreed their own interpretation of the truth. They even put it in a creed. It's called the Nicene Creed. That's pretty much used by all of the Christian denominations, Catholic and Protestant. And this creed established the lie that Jesus was born of a virgin and that he's the only begotten Son of God, that Jesus is something different than you and me. Well, Jesus' parents were Mary and Joseph, and they were married. They were rich. And Jesus is not the only begotten Son of God. He's the firstborn of many brethren. Yes, he's the Son of God, but everybody is a Son of God. There's only one source of life, that's God, and all life is begotten of God, all life. We all came out of God, we will all return to God, everyone is a son of God, 
we are the brethren now that Jesus was the firstborn of. And now we're in our new administration. We're hearing a new sound. (laughs) Now, this all started when those 120 followers of Jesus went to the upper room to receive the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in their lives. And that manifestation is the speaking in tongues. I have to keep saying that they did not receive the Holy Spirit. I mean, every single part of the creation is operated by the Holy Spirit, all life. (laughs) Mineral, plant, animal, human, all life is operated by the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit of God is in all life. That's what holds it together. (laughs) But what did happen to those 120 folks who gathered together in one accord in the upper room was the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, which is speaking in a language that you have not learned or have any knowledge of on your own effort. And the speaking in tongues was God's way of now showing mankind that there is actual evidence of the presence of God within the currently evolved form of God that we call human. I mean, Jesus is not something different from us. Jesus was a human, the firstborn of many brethren who would hear his message. Jesus didn't have to speak in tongues because he was in the fullness of God's spirit which is when every word that we speak creates the fullness of God's creative life within the environment where it is spoken. All of Jesus' words were pure spirit. That's why he could say, Lazarus, come forth. And the dead man was raised right up and walked among them. And we as a human start out with the evidence of speaking in tongues so that we can be taught by the Holy Spirit to only speak words of purity in our own life. And when we reach this stage, we, we will no longer need to speak in tongues without understanding because we will be speaking the words of spirit and life just like Jesus did. Because Jesus said that everything he did, we can do. However, in 320 A.D., the church leaders at that time created their lives to set the stage for the church to then manage and control the lives of the people. So they just taught them to sit on the pew and wait to die, and if they were good little boys and girls, they could go to heaven when they died, and in heaven they would have everything that they had ever dreamed of. And until then, well, you know what? God is watching you, making his list and checking it twice, looking to see if you're naughty or nice. Oh, now, wait a minute. Isn't that Santa Claus? And the church also set up this long list of sins that could send you to hell forever and ever. Amen. But this is how they controlled everything and everybody in their administration. The leaders of the Christian world in 320 A.D. knew that if they were to sanction Jesus' message that the kingdom of God was within us and that we were sovereign beings, full sons of God, just like Jesus, able to grow into that measure of the stature of the fullness of God that Jesus was, the leaders knew they would no longer have any control. We wouldn't need the church. And that's where we are today, 
We no longer need the church. We are the church. So that administration is finished. It ended December 12, 2012. Now that's 12, 12, 12. <laughs> December 12, 2012. A triple 12. Now 12 is a fullness of time. So a triple 12 would be a complete fullness of time, like the absolute end of a time. And if you add up all the numbers of 12, 12, 12, it makes a 9, which is the spiritual number outside of time that proves that it is so. So now we're in the new dispensation with a whole new administration. And now the truth is being revealed, actually, (laughs) kind of about everything and everybody, if you listen to the news. All those old ways are now being exposed and people are being replaced, and we're hearing a new sound today. And what I want to continue in this series is how the speaking in tongues is part of this new sound. You know, sound started everything. And God said, let there be light. God entered into the void, that spiritual womb within, and spoke. This is the way God creates. This is the way we create. We're made in the image of God. Our voice makes a sound when we speak. And sound is vibration. It creates waves and particles. And, you know, it's so wonderful that now that we are in this new dispensation that we have the technology all around us that proves the truth of sound. I mean, our TVs, our cell phones, the radio, all of that work on the, on the waves. These waves can be measured. They can be seen on instruments. We no longer have to believe something by faith. We have it in our pure sight. <clears throat> the energy of God is sound. And the energy of God within us is in our holy breath is also sound. When we speak, we are speaking with the breath of God, and it always creates. And when we speak in tongues, we are speaking the absolute purity of God's energy. Isn't that wonderful? We're speaking God's perfect will for all of the creation. Health, wealth, wisdom. Our ancestors used to say healthy, wealthy, and wise because that's it. So the speaking in tongues is called the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. We have always had the Holy Spirit. I have to keep saying that over and over because eventually you'll believe it. Because without God's spirit, we wouldn't even be able to be alive. God's spirit is the light. And when we speak in tongues, we are speaking the light language. You see, the light has become congealed in our bodies as blood. And even science says that the life is in the blood because it's true. It's congealed light, which is God's Holy Spirit in the flesh. 
God's word made flesh. That's what Jesus was. That's what we are. Now, once that you have the hope manifestation of the Holy Spirit in your life with the evidence of speaking in tongues, then you have the power of God available to you. All of the power of God. And the tool of God's power in our life is our voice. Now, your voice is calibrated vibrationally to operate all of the systems of your body perfectly. Just like a mother's milk is made specially for her baby, your voice is made specifically for the form of flesh and blood that you are. Your voice is the key to your health the key to being rich, and the key to your happiness. Now, remember, we create just like God does. God spoke into the void of the spiritual womb within and said, let there be light. And we speak into the spiritual womb within us, which Jesus says is the kingdom of God within. And we activate God's power for whatever it is that we are saying. Now, there's some levels of creation within the human realm. (laughs) The lowest level is when we speak nonsense. I mean, now, these would be jokes, you know, or repeating something someone else has said, or all of our judgments and comparisons, all the other ways we discredit and disavow our culture. I mean, ways we speak disdainfully of other people's actions, even though our own lives are certainly not perfect. This is nonsense noise, and it just keeps those action waves full of mucus and toxic waste. It's no surprise that our atmosphere is polluted. Now, another level of creation within the human realm is speaking with negative intent. Now, this would be when we're speaking, uh, when it's connected to our passion so that this this source of action would come from our heart, but it's directed in a negative force against to destroy that, that which we are opposed to. And that does not create um, levels of light. It tries to destroy the darkness, but see, light doesn't destroy darkness. Light absorbs the darkness. Okay, now uh, the best level of creation within the human realm is to set your intention that is within the consciousness of unconditional love and a desire for the highest and best good of all souls. Now this level comes from the heart. So the first action of speaking in tongues would be to start to clear and cleanse your heart of all the negative energies that are there so that you can then move into this good level of creation as a human. Uh, Jesus operated eventually in the fullness of the Spirit, so all of the words that he spoke created only God's perfect will for everyone. But I've often thought of the time that Jesus went into the temple with his whip and threw out the money changers, and I asked God about this. I said, how was this using the power of the Holy Spirit for the highest and best good of all concerned? 
and this is what God said to me. Jesus was made perfect. He was not created perfect. Jesus became the perfection of my word during his human incarnation. Okay, got that? Uh, Now, when we first start out, and we're just like any other little baby learning to speak, and when we're first speaking in tongues, it'll be pretty much an experiment every time. And then you will learn every time as well. And little by little, step by step, you'll grow up into that fully manifested Son of God just like Jesus. And then you can take your place in the cosmic hierarchies either still here on the earth or within the many other dimensions of eternity. For me now, the biggest advantage I see for me is that when I sit at this computer and prepare these scripts, I'm in the flow of the Spirit of God, and those words that I'm speaking now are being created from the highest level of creating power that I have at this time. Because God knows my heart, And my intent is only to edify the body of Christ here upon the earth for the eventual unity of all things. And I believe that there are those preordained people who will hear my message, who will then desire to have the experience in their own life. And then they will become an example to the community, all of us working together to bring out the completion of the perfection. Be ye therefore perfect, as your Father in heaven is perfect. Now my final desire for this video that is part two is to share with you the inner work that will begin to be done in you if you decide to experience the speaking in tongues for yourself. And this inner work will undo all of the lies and the disability and the powerlessness of your soul. Because every time you speak in tongues, you will again be reminded that the kingdom of God is within you, that God indeed is you. You are the form of God in flesh and blood, just like Jesus. And little by little, Let the reality of this truth saturate your entire being, spirit, soul, and body. That 12-12-12 completion is the arithmetic of the spirit, soul, and body. In the spirit realm, you are a perfect being in the eyes of God. God can only inhabit perfection. You are perfect as you are becoming perfect. And in the soul realm, your thoughts, your desires, your hopes, your dreams, your needs, your grievances, all of your experiences have been perfectly designed to bring you into the perfection of who you are. There's no one else like you. And God needs you to take your place within his kingdom here on earth and do what you're supposed to do. And in the realm of the body, you are to have perfect health. And your voice has been perfectly calibrated to integrate and regulate all of the cells of your body. You're able to have a one-on-one relationship with every single cell in your body. You can talk 
to each cell. You can talk to your organs. You can talk to your hormones. You can talk to your stomach. And when you speak in tongues to all of these different parts, they understand the light language. And you're actually telling them to operate within the divine blueprint for the human form. Now, currently, we're having new strands of DNA activated within our bodies, and the speaking in tongues will integrate this new DNA into our systems, creating new pathways and energy centers. You know, a shark can have as many sets of teeth that it needs. (laughs) I think about this a lot because I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to save my teeth and have ended up losing them anyway. But you know what? If even one species of the creation can do something, the pattern's available to the entire creation. And I read recently that stem cells are stored in our wisdom teeth that can do whatever we need to have done. So for all of you who still have your wisdom teeth, you have a storehouse of teeth available to you. And all we need to do now is to find out what the pattern is that the sharks use and begin to implicate it, implement it into our system that makes bone and teeth. <laughs> and then there's that jellyfish that doesn't die. It just continues to go forward and then backward and then forward and then backward. It just stays in life. I would like to understand that pattern because Jesus said he eliminated the power of death when he resurrected himself. And if he can do it, we can do it because he said whatever he did, we can do. There's just so much to look forward to so much to learn. Sometimes I think my series on this is going to be forever. So this is, but this is the end of part two. <laughs> I'm going to play my mission bells now. These are these wonderful bells from the San Juan Capistrano Mission, and they are rung for all grand events. And I believe this glorious look into the future is worthy of the bells. Here we go. (laughs) 